0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, February 17th. 2024. I'm your host, Andy Vaughn and with me, as always, is Gordo. Hello, how are you doing, Andy? You well? I am. I am hungover. I'm hanging today. was at the air races yesterday. It was great fun. Did very well. Had a great day out. But I'm look. It, looks, price it looked today. like
2: you were having a good time.
1: Which was, it was a good time. It was a good day. It was a, a full day's drinking and winning money on the horses. Fabulous.
2: How are you? Great. I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I feel like there is one thing we should say, and it's that horse racing. This is the time of the year we talked about this last time, which is like Andy's been hibernating. Like he, he's not a huge Christmas fan. January's pretty shit. Like February's still pretty shit. This is where the Danish league comes back. Cheltenham soon. They let him go watch Jay the jump basin. It's late after five o'clock. Like lots of things that he enjoys, just start to happen now. So it's a good time to be spring for Mister Vaughan.
1: Yeah, it's good. It is going the Danish League is back this week, and um, we'll be talking about that later on. But joining myself and Gordo on the show this week once again, Mister Joyce Slenzak. How are you doing, Joey?
0: Yeah, it's not too bad. Uh, based on how last week went, I'll stick with our uh, golf analogies and. It was like a nice short par 5, you know, had a nice drive, striped it down the middle, and then you've got that 3-wood in your hand, you're trying to reach that green in two, and then just top it 40 yards in front of you. (laughs) Yep. And then you're like, well, that's about right. Stick it on the green to like maybe 4 or 5 feet, something like that, and then you end up 3-putting to bogey. Um, Yeah. Pretty much how things went down last week, but uh, looking to bounce
1: back. Well, we'll get to that right now, actually. Let's uh, do a bit of a, a recap on how we all got on last week. Uh, we, do it, we do it every week. There's no hiding on the Trample Bed podcast. We get all the results. So starting with my banker pick, and I just wanted to get one in. I just wanted to stick on, get one in. Back Liverpool to beat Burnley. Home win was 1-6 and they obliged with a 3-1 victory. Stick on banker, no messing about.
2: I, I thought I had a stick on banker for me. I was taking Barcelona at home to Granada. Uh, who had we covered of not been very good at all, being second bottom of the league. Um, they drew three each, and this was Barca at home. You know, not at their home stadium because of the work that's going on just now. But a three each draw. You mean Lamal, sixteen year old phenom, bailed me out a bit by by getting it back to three each. But yeah, super disappointing. If you, I mean, if you look at the stats of the game as well, like a full xG more, way more possession, kind of similar shots on goal, but yeah, but. Disappointing pick there. Um, I think if you gave me it again this week, I'd still take Barca. Like uh, Granada aren't going to do that every week. That's why they've got 13 total points this season. Um, but yeah, so disappointing for me on Banker as well, um, which means I get to pass it to Joy. Yeah, my... Uh,
0: if, if Andy's going to be taking things serious, no mucking about, I mean, I've, one of us has to be messing around. Um, so I was trying to push the envelope a little bit with uh, with my Banker pick. Megan both teams to score, and Volvike did their part very early as well, I might add. Uh, two goals in the first 15 minutes, I think. First 20 minutes for sure. And then just nothing from Nijmegen. They, uh, yeah. they just really couldn't put a single attack together. I watched um, 30 minutes of the second half, and they had 14 attempts, only five on tar- or three on target, and then no goals, obviously. Um, so that's certainly less than ideal.
1: On- yeah, said. There we go. Yeah, all, all good. So on to the value picks then, and how we got on last week. Um, I was this was this was the only blot in my copybook last week. Uh, Wigan versus Exeter. I took a home win for Wigan. Um, and and they just lost two one. They were two 0 down and managed to concede uh two goals reasonably early in the game. They got a consolation goal twenty minutes from time, but that was as good as it got. They couldn't really get back into it. Uh, so no value win for me.
2: Mine was Sunday. Uh, I also didn't get a very winning. I'm, this is probably the game I'm most disappointed with uh, out of the bunch. Like Barcelona, didn't deserve to win that game. If you could see three goals to Granada, you probably don't deserve to win it. But Brest away at Clermont, who have been really bad, were one 0 up uh, with with not a lot of time left. Um, conceded in the 70th minute um, and then missed two open goals uh, in the in the 90. 90 plus one, then 90 plus four. One boy slid the ball through the back and like he's, he has not even the keeper to beat. Like He brought the keeper back into it with how bad his shot was. Like he just hit it at like a goalie that surprised he has the ball. Um, that's how it kind of worked out in there. Like Brest with a much better team in there. Two men sent off in this game. One of each side just for a ramy fighting. Um, but yeah, so so disappointed with that one there. They were better than their stats recommended in there and they had some really good chances but they should be winning this game if they get any aspiration to stay in Champions League so no value for me Joey? Hi
0: yeah that uh the only thing I'll add to that is those two red cards at the end I was watching the match and it was it was quite comical literally attacker goes up for a ball on a corner keeper grabs it and keeper's pissed that attacker kind of went at him like, literally just slaps him upside the head as, he, as he's getting up and then of course, the attacker just shoves him back and then he get yeah, ensues 14%. from that But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ref was not having any of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my uh, my bank, or not my bank, or my value, the uh, the only highlight of my weekend um, was Wellington Phoenix. And they ended up winning 2-0 against Western United. They were up 1-0 after three minutes and then two minutes in the third, f- up 2-0 in the 47th minute just after halftime. So a lot of early goals right after the breaks. And uh, I said Gordo this, but uh, I think George Bluth would definitely uh,
2: agree that there's always money in the A League. There is always money in the A League. I think, Joey this, Joey, this was a fab pick, mate, because you just went to division that top versus bottom. Team has to go to a different country. Even money, they win 2 0. Not much well, more you can ask for.
1: Yeah, superb. Saving our blushes overall in that section. So only one out of three, but well, well done, Joey. Um, on to the Outsiders then and I had joy in the outsider slot this week backing Greenock Martin at home to Motherwell in the Scottish Cup and Morton won the game in 90 minutes to go through and set up a tie against Hearts as their reward in the next round but they won the game 2-1 uh, 2-0 up, Motherwell got a consolation goal 5 minutes from the end but it didn't matter too much Morton won the game odds of 23-10, to 5-2 they kicked off it so really nice, nice big price happy with that
2: I almost joined you in this game. Uh, it was Auxerre versus Angers. Back to draw. Auxerre get a man sent off in the thirty-sixth minute. F- three minutes after he got booked. First, by the way, thirty-three and thirty-six. So the guy's clearly being a wank. But I digress. Um, Ninety plus one. The team down to ten men. Auxerre scored to win this game one 0 So we were extra time wise was only another I think it was 90 plus 4 it went to so we're 3 minutes away from that actually being a draw and still I, I mean I don't feel too bad about it but I do because I backed the Trixie this weekend as well because I really fancied a all like not just the the taking the mega taking the bankers I just fancied taking the Trixie and yeah I ended up well you'll find out how I ended up after Joey tells us about his outsider but mine wasn't too good
0: Yeah, um, I will say yours was a lot closer than mine was, technically speaking. Um, Not only chronologically in terms of the time in the game, but uh, in terms of the actual result and when that happened. But I had a draw as well, Uh, Sutton versus Morcom. And Morcom got an early goal in the first 10 minutes and then really kind of kept going on uh, the rest of the match. They ended up creating 1.85 XG. Um, but But Sutton still had... 14 shots, three on target, and they created 0.76 XG, um, but they ended up losing 1-0. So ultimately, I think it's a fair result and just kind of unfair. Or I guess not unfair, unlucky that it didn't go our way in this case. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, we weren't quite as far off as the 1-0 would suggest.
1: Yeah, we were close. We were close in all three, only getting one of the three outsiders in, but still a 5-2 to two price. Um, and yourself and Gordo there, Joey, just, just unlucky. Uh, but certainly on the... Certainly some good picks On to the charity then So a tenner of our own money Goes in a treble Every week Instead of win, All the returns go to charity I was taking the televised game The Sky Sports game In England on Saturday In the Premier League Nottingham Forest Newcastle The away win for Newcastle Was 12 to 11 So better than even money And they did win, they won 3-2 went in 2 all at half time but a goal midway through the second half broke the deadlock and Newcastle hold on to record the win and a charity winner for me at Better Than Even Money
2: A charity winner for me not Better Than Even Money though, this was Bologna um, who I could have been doing without getting notifications from because this was in the same time that Brest were playing and each flash door notification I was like "Oh, that's the Brest goal, no no it's not, it's it's Bologna again. But yeah, so really good result uh, for me in the charity bet. This was Bologna versus Lecce. They won 4-0. Not really much more, you can say, than that. They just pumped Lecce. Uh, 7-10. So we were 2 out of 3. Charity going into Joey's pick. Joey, regale me. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think that Nijmegen, uh, both teams to score, was pretty heartbreaking. And that was, would seem pretty... Uh, Pretty bad beat but i think this was probably one of the ones i feel most hard done by and i had uh wolves versus brentford both teams are scoring over 2.5 and that finished 2-0 brentford um goals on each side of half for brentford but wolves actually had a goal chopped off in the first or in the second half 50th minute so still would have been plenty of time for someone to do something and then they actually had uh they created one 1.02 xg um so i'm sure most of that was based on that goal in the second half. Um, they got chopped off, but still, it's not like they were just getting quite off the pitches. Two know would suggest. Um, they definitely created plenty of chances, and I think that was probably the one one thing I wish I could have done differently. Swap uh, Wellington and Wellington and Wolves with my uh, value and charity slot but uh, I mean, it's, them's is the breaks. That's that's how it goes sometimes.
1: Yeah. yeah, them's the breaks. Not to be for us this week. Two out of three in the charity treble. We'll look to go one better and get all three in. This week, I think we all liked that Wills v. Brentford game last week yeah. I, know I certainly looked at it as a Wills victory So I would have been way off the mark Considering it ended 2-0 Brentford you know, I also liked a Wills victory
2: in there So I would have, I would have got it completely incorrect Which kind of would have been the theme For most of my picks last week anyway So um, actually I will give one shout out to the middle section pick Which I had Monaco to beat Nice away from home And they did um, Very much helped by Nice going down to 10 men <laughs> So result for Monaco in there, but yeah, just uh, couldn't get that into the full show because uh, I was too much of a shite bag to take it properly. So uh, alas, it made the middle.
1: So gardens referenced the mid section um, there.
0: Yeah, I, I was just going to say, I actually had two, uh, two wins in the middle section as well, one outsider and one banker. So uh, in theory, if I hadn't swapped those around for the middle section versus the real show, we might have been into something oh, oh, a so touch I closer just, a, yeah. just another reason to uh, sign up for the Patreon get those uh, middle section picks
1: yeah so the middle section is about to happen now and that's something for those of you that subscribe to the Trampled Bet Club on Patreon just go to www.trampledbet.com um, and you'll find all the information there but instead of the ad break and the normal podcast you get the midsection and that's where we talk about picks we like in other sports picks we like for the weekend that didn't perhaps make the show Um, Last weekend, I tipped Smash to win the Live Golf team event at 22-1. to They won by seven shots. That was very nice. Um, And also Reba McIntyre to to, to go the under on the Super Bowl National Anthem, and she did. The line was 1 minute 31, and we got in there at 1 minute 28. So it was a very successful midsection last week. Hopefully, another one coming up here. But everyone else, we shall see you after this short... Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday, February 17th. 2024. Banker picks, value picks, outsider picks and then a pick from each of us combined as a treble £10 of our own money and any returns go to charity. Same show same stuff every week let's find the winners I'm starting with my banker it's Sunday at noon in the Scottish Premiership for St Johnson versus Glasgow Rangers Uh, Rangers are now only three points behind Celtic in the league and they have a game in hand so they've basically been able to tie this up they've amassed 58 points from 24 games scoring 50 and conceding only 12 goals St Johnson their 10th in this 12 team league 24 points from 25 games scoring 17 but conceding a rather large 32 form wise Rangers have a maximum 15 points from the last 5 matches St Johnson have only managed 5 Rangers won all 4 meetings of the sides in 2023 without St Johnson scoring a single goal I really like Rangers here at odds of one to four. And I think they're a good banker this weekend. Sweet.
2: I'll take us to Italy. Uh, I am in the Italian Sierra A, the top division. Um, Late kickoff on Saturday. This is Atalanta versus Sassuolo. And I'll be taking Atalanta as my banker. Um, Atalanta have been really good. They've won the last five games uh, on the spin at home, including a... (laughs) 11-0 win friendly against Real Cabepina, Uh which which just seems a bit harsh considering like that team plays in like the Italian Sierra E. Like, why why are, you, why are you playing against them guys? Just sure there has to be someone else. Um, but yeah, they've been really good. They beat Lazio, they beat Udinese, they beat Frozenone, uh, and beat Sassuolo in their last uh, few games that they've been playing. The Sassuolo ones was a Coppa Italia one. They play Sassuolo this week. Uh, Sassuolo have been bad. As referenced, they've lost the last five on the spin away from home, uh, including to uh, this very Atalanta team, uh, losing to Bologna, Monza, Uv, Atalanta, and AC Milan. Atalanta are not in uh, Europe, so there, there's no European congestion in there. Hotel 11 at home. Joey?
0: Yeah, no, I uh, I've, I really like that pick. I was actually looking that looking at that one as well. Um, obviously for the to at- 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 win, but um I was gonna probably just try to sneak some over 2.5 in there. I yeah, uh, I felt like I the last five games they scored. Was,
2: yeah. Uh,
0: and Seswaller are certainly capable of grabbing one yeah, at yeah. least. Uh one guy was actually one thing I'll add, Charles Charles De Ketelaire. Um yeah. for Atlanta. He's been sensational since coming over from uh, Club Bruges. He's mm-hmm. scored in let's see, it should be at least I know he scored in his last match. But he's just been banging them in. I think he's got at least three in his last five. Um, nice. Get him at five to two at some of the books, which is just mental. He's been playing up top a lot lately. Obviously, Adam Lookman is going to be kind of one. Yeah, of he's back. He focuses yeah. there now that he's back. Um, but air he's, yeah. I mean, he's scored three goals in his last two matches. And he's scored four goals in his last four matches blanking just once. So I think that's also a out shot in there. air Goal and Adelina win. Uh, don't overthink it. <laughs> yeah. um, trying not to overthink things. I, I wasn't in my spiritual homeland for the banker last week, so we're going to try to bring that back in. Um, no, no Australia this week. The, uh, the patrons in the middle section will understand that that's where those picks ended up. This time we're going to be in Turkey. Um, I told mentioned last week I have two spiritual homes and one literal home. Australia and Turkey. Bread and butter. Um, for this one, we're going to start to kick things off early on Friday again. Hopefully this goes a little better this time. We've got Kasim Pasha hosting Katagomruk, and I like the home winner draw at 2-5. to five. So that's the Kasim Pasha double chance. That's going to be on Friday at 5 p.m. Fifth place, Kasim Pasha hosts Katagomruk, who sit level with Gazantep for the first relegation spot. And this is going to be another spot to capitalize on some really good home and away splits. Rook is the second worst away team in the entire league. And that's purely just because they've conceded less goals than Istanbul Spore. Um, they're level on points for the worst away record. And they've actually lost seven straight away matches. They've only won three times in their last 11 league matches. Unsurprisingly, all of those at home. Kassim Pasha have picked up the second most points in their last five matches, only Galatasaray picking up more with five wins. And they've won four of their last five matches, including away wins against Adana Demir Spore. And Trabzonspor, two of the better teams in the league this season and probably the past couple seasons. Obviously, Trabzonspor are plenty of top, top mm-hmm. boys. But um Kuss and Pasha have actually only lost twice in the last seven home league matches, winning six of their last 10 home matches in all competitions. Historically, they've also only lost once in five home matches versus Cudder all time. So I don't think that's a bad spot to be in. Uh, four to five is a good shout for that. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually win. I was thinking about throwing this in the value slot. Um, you can get that win kind of around six to four, but I think double chances is more than guaranteed
1: here. Super. Banker bets, that's what we thats what we want. So the bankers for this weekend, a win for Rangers away at St. Johnson, a win for Atalanta, home to Sassuolo, and Cassim Passa or draw in the double chance market in their game against Karagum So, there we go. If you'd combine them all together you get odds of 1.38 to 1 so that's decent for the banker treble on to the value picks then i'm staying in scotland for my show saturday at 3 p.m in the scottish championship for queens park versus greenock morton now morton have been on an absolute tear of late and of course last week they beat motherwell in the scottish cup who are a division above them um, as my outsider at odds of 5-2 to two. so I'm putting them in here in the value slot this week at better than even money 13-10 to 10 to win in the league in Glasgow against Queen's Park um, I think that's just a really nice price Martin are 4th in the league now with 32 points from 22 games Queen's Park have 26 points from 23 games form-wise both clubs are in good form just now Martin top of that the league's form table with unbeaten with 13 points out of possible 15 Queen's Park 2nd in that in that form table with twelve points, uh, but Morton's victories have been more emphatic, and Queens Park continue to struggle at home. Um, the reason they've got twelve points and not fifteen is is a, a home loss to Air United. Um, they've only taken nine points from eleven home games all season, so they're not very good um, when playing at Hampden. The sides met five times in twenty twenty three. There were three wins for Morton and two draws. I just really like the way Morton are playing just now. Think they'll keep their winning run going against a Queen's Park team that don't play very well at home. Odds of 13 to 10 are, are really good. Yeah, I like it.
2: Um, more have been good. <laughs> very good. Um, okay, uh, I'll take us to a league I haven't been visiting very much recently, but it's Friday night. It's half past six. It's Aldi time. Um, it is Nancy at home to Marigny. And I'll be taking a Nancy home win. Uh, Nancy are the the form team in this league. This is the Ligue Nationale, the French third division. Um, taking twelve points from the last five games, we play against a Marine young team who are struggling away from home, losing the last four, uh, and they actually haven't had a win uh, in five. The the their their fifth game previous uh, was a one all draw with Versailles. Um, yeah, Nancy have just kind of been a bit surprising this year. Um. They lost to New York last week away from home, which isn't terribly surprising considering New York are second in the league and are pretty good. But I just think they're gonna have more than enough to to, to well to beat Marion Yin in here. Um if you look at the overall league, none three six, Marion Ying are in fifteenth relegation battle at the moment. Um I just think uh, they're pretty good when it comes to being at home. Form team, you get them around even money in this game, five to six, four to five. Uh, is the current bookies lines? I don't have a 365 line on it because they, they tend to the League of Nationals comes up a wee bit later on. Um, but yeah, 5 to 6 at Betfred, 4 to 5 at William Hill. But yeah, no see at home for me on Friday.
1: It's 17 to 20 at Bet 365 just now. All right, know. okay. So, so are in the that, right ballpark.
0: Gotta love that Aldi special on uh, Valentine's Day here. Um, For my value shout, I'm going to be. Back in England, uh, for proper 3 p.m. kickoff, I figured one of us had to have yeah, yeah. one of those in there. Yes. I, myself, for sure. I mean, gotta have something uh, proper. But uh, for this one, we're going to be in Norwich City versus Cardiff, and I like the home win for Norwich City at 1.9. Norwich sits sixth place, while Cardiff are just in the bottom of the hat, just in the bottom half of the table, on four- in 14th place. Cardiff have actually been massively off the mark with six losses in their last eight matches overall and five losses in their last eight away matches, but two thirds of their away win. So they've had three away wins during that stretch. Two of those three away wins came against relegation fodder. And of the 16 points they've picked up in their last 17 matches. So 16 out of a possible 51, the highest ranked opponent during that stretch was Preston in 10th place. The other four wins in a draw were all against sides in the bottom half of the table. Conversely, Norwich have only lost twice in their last 10 matches overall. One of those to Liverpool in the cup, who are first place in the Premier League, and the other two lead in the league, who are second place in the league. Um, so I, I don't think there's any shame in that. They're chasing these promotion spots, and those are going to be tough matches, but they're getting the job done against the other teams that aren't in that Promotion uh, race. Biggest thing for me um, is just going to be the return of the American Josh Sargent, who has just been on a tear. He's got, he scored in three straight matches and four of his last five starts. Um, you can get, <laughs> gonna shout another scorer in here because I can't help myself. Um, 2.55. I think that's practically free money at this point. Um, the Norwich win plus Sargent goal is five to two. I think that's phenomenal as well. And it also doesn't hurt that Cardiff have lost 11 of 16 meetings at Norwich dating back to 1971. That was a nice little fun fact I found in the uh, flash score preview. So, nice little nugget there. I'll I'll give credit where credit's due. Um, I think this should be a convincing win for Norwich City. Uh, Cardiff have actually failed to score in five of their last seven, or not five of their last seven, four of their last seven away matches. And so, I think that could be helpful for a Norwich side that has definitely conceded more than their fair share of goals. Uh, recently so ultimately they should have more than enough firepower to just outclass Cardiff
1: Superb so the value picks this week then, a win for Greenock Morton away at Queen's Park, a win for Nancy at home to Marignan and a win for Norwich at home to Cardiff, if you combine them all together if that's your thing, six point eight seven to one on bet 365 which is pretty good Okay, on to the outsiders then. I have been on the right side of my outsider bets three weeks in a row now. Finally actually getting one in um, last week. So looking to follow that up with the return of the Danish Superliga. And the first game back is Friday at 6pm for Viborg versus Odense. Uh, now this league has been off since the first week in December. It has been off for ages. Um, but it's now back and this fixture sees 8th placed Viborg play ninth placed Odense. Viborg have 19 points from 17 games. They've scored 17 but conceded a pretty big 29. Whereas Odensee, two points further back on 17 points from 17 games, but their goal difference is much better. They've scored 21 and conceded 25. Form obviously doesn't matter too much here as the teams haven't been in league action for months. But, um, but Odensey do perform very well away from home. They're fourth in the league table when only considering road matches. They've taken 14 points from eight away games. That's pretty impressive. And with the league just coming back, I think they've got a good chance of getting a result away against a team that's right next to them in the league table in v So my outsider this week is a win for Odensey at odds of 5-2. to two.
2: I shall stay in Denmark. Is some kind of horrible league poacher uh, for the next two sections here uh, to talk a bit about Silkeborg versus FC Copenhagen, and I fancy Silkeborg to beat them here. Uh, you'll get Silkeborg at fourteen to five to do this. So why, obviously? Well, Andy's covered pretty much all the context behind the Super League because it's been fucking af for a while, and um, but it's back and it's back after um, the Atlantic Cup, which is kind of just played between um, quite a lot of the Scandinavian teams in the off season there. Um and Silkeborg in the Atlantic Cup, not three games, won all three. Uh kind of re energizing a few of their strikers there. Um Callum McEwitt uh which is one for Joey their guy uh, a New Zealand born striker, but um played to at Phoenix a couple of years ago. Um anyway, he, he's had not really scored many uh, when it when it came into this, but has you know scored a couple of goals in there as well. Um, Anna, um, Tony Adamson in there as well. Um, the reason I like this pick is FC Copenhagen played Manchester City last night, uh, and they played really well for most of the game. They basically had seventy minutes of running about thinking they were going to get a result out of it. City stretch you, City make you play. Um, around them they make you chase them down and they ended up losing 3-1 but nothing to be disgraced about really in there they were scoring however I think their focus will be on next round for this as opposed to be playing Silkeborg Silkeborg and themselves are both beside each other Uh, Silkeborg and Copenhagen are beside each other in the league third and sixth separated by six points Copenhagen being in the third position there Um, Silkeborg's home form second best home team in the league uh, taking 17 points from nine games, Copenhagen's away form, same best team in the league. 17 points from eight games. It's a bet against Copenhagen due to them playing midweek and Silkeborg being all right uh, uh, when it comes to playing at home. So you'll get them at 11 to four. It's an outsider for a reason in here. But Joey, what part of Denmark are you visiting for your uh, outsider?
0: Yeah, not uh, not quite in Denmark. I actually no. looked it up real quick on the map just to confirm uh, <laughs> how close it actually was where I will be. Um, <laughs> I was thinking it was a lot closer than it actually was. Um, but I will be Denmark adjacent, technically, um, in Belgium this time. Uh, back in Belgium for Anderlecht versus St. Troiden. And I like the home win plus both teams to score at 3.55-ish. So that's going to be on Sunday at 5.30. And second place Anderlecht are hosting eighth place St. Trident. And I'm fully expecting Anderlecht to have more than enough quality to win, but it definitely won't be without conceding chances. Anderlecht have won 10 of 14 home matches. And they're actually one of two teams yet to lose at home in the league. Um, technically Anderlecht or not Anderlecht, uh, and twerp the other A team. um, they lost twice in the UCL at home. So they don't quite have that perfect home record, but, uh, Anderlech, too. So I'm going to roll with that. And Anderlech have technically kind of struggled with clean sheets uh, lately with just three in their last 11 matches overall. So that's kind of what I'm getting at with that point. Uh, St. Saint Troyden are definitely serviceable at home, but they've lost five of their last nine away matches with both teams to score in five of the last seven away matches. Ultimately, this is just going to be too big of a step up in class for St. Troiden. And Anderlech should be able to win 2-1 or 3-1 at home. And just to Keep things consistent. Might as well throw another goal scorer shout in there. And uh, Anders Dryer, he's just been sensational. He's uh, really linking up well with Casper Dolberg. I don't have a price on that because I wasn't anticipating being this greedy. Um, but we're just gonna, yeah, we're just gonna put that out in the ethos and uh, do with that as you wish. Should be a comfortable and elect win. And then I think St. Troeaden should be able to get a uh, consolation goal
1: here. Fantastic. So there's our outsider picks. A win for Odense away at Viborg. A win for Silkeborg at home to Copenhagen and an Anderlecht winning both teams to score in their home game against St. Truden. The treble shakes out at 44.22 to 1. If you fancy backing them all, I will take it as a tricksy. So I only need two out of the three to come in to get a decent return. Okay, gentlemen, charity time. Let's see if we can get some money for charity. I am staying in Scotland this week for the charity pick. Saturday, 3pm, good traditional UK kickoff time for Hearts versus Motherwell. Hearts have cemented third place in the Scottish Premier League as their own. They've taken 48 points from 25 games, scoring 33 and conceding 22. Motherwell are back in eighth place in this 12-team league with 25 points from 24 games, scoring 32 but conceding 36. Now, formalised Hearts have been in brilliant form. They've taken a maximum of 15 points in the last five matches, and they've taken 25 points from their last 10. Um, Motherwell haven't won away from home in their last 10 attempts in all competitions, those games being five draws and five losses. There's just a lot to like about Hearts at the moment, and Laura Shankland continues to score goals and he leads the league's top scorer table with 17 now miovski from Aberdeen is second there and he's got 13 so Shanklin is tearing the place up when it comes to goal scoring I wouldn't be surprised if he gets another one or two this weekend and Hearts are just going to be too strong for Motherwell so home win for Hearts
2: 7-11 Can you name uh, the last time Motherwell had a who the last Motherwell top goal scorer was for the, uh, the Premier League 12, 2012, 2013 I was asked this question today.
1: Scott, Scott McDonald. Nah, too early. Too early. Twenty twelve. I mean, pure I one
2: season, one season wonder. Like and then just disappeared. I wonder if who he's who he's playing with now, if possible. Hold on, let's see.
1: Disappeared, eh? I don't know who he's playing with.
2: Banger City now, at age forty. It was don't Michael Higdon. Michael Higdon he scored 26 goals in 37 games Joey for mother- he was like one of these guys it's like this guy's going to be amazing we moved to Nijmegen scored 14 goals in 36 games and then he was you know a while a while he hasn't to be fair he hasn't been playing in some time and he hasn't he hasn't kicked the ball since 20, 2018 but that was the last team he was playing with but there's your fun motherful fact anyway I shall take us to a traditional kickoff time 7am Saturday morning good traditional Australian kickoff time uh, for Sydney FC versus Adelaide. And I really fancy a Sydney FC home win at the same price as last week's banker win for me at 7 to 10. Um, Sydney and Adelaide aren't really that far away from each other in the table. Uh, Sixth and ninth separated by four points. Um, Adelaide's away form is crap. Um, Last five games they've played have uh, been one Adelaide win against Western United, who we covered are the worst team in the league. Uh, And then four losses to MacArthur FC, Western State Wanderers, Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City. Um, Sydney FC, I was really, really impressed with them last week, beating Central Coast Mariners 3-1, who are second in the league. Um, Their home form has been pretty good. Uh, They beat Newcastle 4-0, Wellington 3-1, Western United 4-2 and Perth 3-2. Um, when these two teams play at Sydney's ground, the last five games have been two draws, two Sydney wins and one Adelaide United win away from home. I just think this game lends itself to a Sydney win. They looked confident in their win against um, it, uh, the Central Coast Mariners last week. I actually backed the Central Coast Mariners because I thought they were going to be good. They weren't. Um, and yeah, I, I just think I was really impressed. But I watched the whole game. Sydney were great. Uh, and I expect them to be great again this week. So seven to ten, Joey. Yeah, you want to talk uh, about that uh, a
0: little bit? <laughs> oh, I'd love, to, I'd love to. Yeah, I gotta add my two cents, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now, Sydney have been great lately. Um, they kind of started a little rough in the in the beginning, but that offense is just humming right now. Uh, yeah, Fabio Gomez up top, and then Joe Lally in the midfield, really pulling the strings. Um, obviously, I mean, you just read back the. Uh, <laughs> the last five results you mentioned, I the biggest consistent thing is three plus goals for Sydney and yeah. goals in general. So I, I don't hate tacking on over 2.5 goals in that spot. I, I think that's just free boost for your uh for your bet. Adelaide, they've they've been really inconsistent. I think mainly they're just kind of struggling with the loss of Craig Goodwin. Um he mm-hmm. moved over to I want to yeah. say China
2: I was going to yeah, say Japan. Or, I thought it, it was, it was like...
0: either China or Japan, one of the two. Um, and I mean, he was just everything in the midfield for them. Uh, he he was that beat that got them going. Um, yeah. Hiroshi Ibasuki. Ibasuki has been kind of offering some some consistent scoring for them. But at the end of the day, I mean, Sydney is just in <laughs> sensational form right now. Yeah, yeah. I think um, just especially playing down. at home. I mean, it. it It'd be hard to bet against them, especially against Adelaide, who have just been massively off the mark lately. So, no, I think that's a phenomenal shout. Um, and obviously, bad. one I was also looking at. <laughs> um, for my charity pick, um, In not quite in Denmark, but we are going to be in another league that is just returning. Um, not for the first match. They had one match last week, so I kind of made sure we did a little fine-tuning here, gave them a little buffer zone. Um, and this time, we're going to be in the Austrian Bundesliga for an Austria-Vienna win versus Altac you get that at 1.8. So that's going to be on Saturday at 4 p.m. And just as I mentioned, Austrian Bundesliga is back and with four matches left until the championship and relegation split, this is just a must win for Austria-Vienna who sit three points outside the championship group. And Austria-Vienna have actually won. They won their first match back 3-1 versus Hartberg, um, another home match. But they've also won seven of their last nine home matches and five wins in the draw in their last... Or five wins in two draw in their last seven home league matches. Um, as well as four wins in their last five home matches versus Altok. Uh, quite a bit to go off of there, but it gets even better because Altok are not great at all. <laughs> they're, uh, they're actually 10 points from safety in that championship group. And they will need a small miracle to actually avoid the relegation group. That's not to say they won't try and give themselves a better position in said relegation group. Give them some space. but. They're currently three spots from the bottom, and that's largely due to the fact that they've won just three times in their last 13 matches, and they've lost six of their last seven away matches. Really not much more to go off of here. I mean, it should be pretty pretty
2: straightforward. Hey, that sounds good, man.
1: Yeah, sounds ideal. And it means that the charity treble this week is a win for Hearts at home to Motherwell, a win for Sydney FC at home to Adelaide United, and he won for FK Austria Vienna at home to SCR Altag. so three home wins, and that price is up at point one four to one, and I shall be backing the charity treble, seeing as Gordon and I were both successful with our picks last week. So we. Switched.
2: It seems the least the least justified way, isn't it? When you like get your winner and it moves back across to you, You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know, know. <laughs>
1: well, fair. Only fair.
0: I'm, I'm definitely going to have to be uh, a little more careful here as I'm on the show uh, a little bit more. They might, <laughs> might start rolling over to me when I'm, uh, when yeah, I'm letting the charity come. Yeah,
2: yeah. If so, you don't get it two in a row, that's certainly.
1: Well, hopefully and we get a winner this, this week. week and we yeah. get all three coming in and we can send 53 quid to charity next week. Okay. Gentlemen, um, Thank you very much for your time. Just to remind everyone that we have a Facebook group, do join the conversation there. Just search Trample Bet Podcast on Facebook and join the group. Get involved with the chat. What do you like for the weekend ahead? What do you think of the picks on the show? Do you have any other bets, any other tips in any sport at all? Get involved in the conversation. Um, if you fancy supporting the show and giving something back for around £6 a month, you can be a member of the Trample Bet Club on Patreon. So just go to tramplebet.com and you'll, you'll find the the links to join up there uh, you get a whole load of extra stuff so the midsection instead of the ad break where we we talk about picks that we like for the weekend that didn't make the official show um, sometimes they're not just football they're all sorts of sports uh, you get this show as a video podcast as soon as we release it so you get to see the zoom call and watch us in addition to um, uh, hearing the show but it's unedited it's that raw footage um so that's always good fun and best of all you get the cheat sheet so all the picks from this week's show written down in a handy jpeg format you can just bring up on your phone so you don't need to remember which picks from the show you liked and you're going to use for your coupons this weekend gordon joy anything to say before we wrap up another edition of this fine podcast no <laughs> yeah, that's it then i'm good i think we covered it. i think we covered everything yeah <laughs> We're done. Everyone, have a lovely weekend. Best of luck uh, when it comes to your football coupons. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughan, Gordon McLaren, and Gary Black, part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports social.co.uk. Sports
2: Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.